Welcome to Because We Make, the podcast about making, creativity, and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me as always, my good friend and co-host, Ms. Brooke Deneau. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Vincent. How are you? Good. And just just so people know what's going on, we'll just get it out of the way right away. We can actually see each other this week. This is the first week. We're not recording the video yet, but we are actually looking at each other with our guests. So it's a little bit strange. So we can actually see each other and like people will raise their hands and be civilized and everything. We won't stomp on each other. It'd be awesome. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Do anything good this week, Brooke? I was just thinking about this before we clicked record because I don't really remember, but I was working on um, the files for the laser cut kite that I started a couple weeks ago this weekend. So that was pretty cool. It's it's kind. I love watching. I love the idea of cutting fabric with the laser. Like that's such a good idea, and it's such a Brooke idea. It's so quick. It's it's so quick. It's got to be better than doing it like with scissors and crap. It's so quick and you can you can magnetize it down to the laser bed so you can stretch it taut and pop the magnets on so, and you you get a perfect cut versus like fumbling with scissors, you know? You're you're very lucky with with your laser because if you do that with the Glowforge, you apparently you have to be really careful about where you put magnets because the Yeah, air you can assist, turn you can turn all the safeties off too with magnets. Yes, you can and people do that all the time, but mm -hmm. the air assist on the Glowforge is so close to the bed mm -hmm. that if you put a if you put a magnet on the bed it can actually stop the air assist fan from spinning huh. which is really really annoying but yeah there you go yeah. so there's, there's your bit of zen for the evening i yeah. made <laughs> i did my first weekend of work in my new shop yeah what did you do what was uh, the first project you decided to do to christen the shop cornhole boards <laughs> classic spring's I, coming you know it's so my um my client my client who i'm making these for is actually using these as the um as the guest book at her wedding oh, so cool. there's going to be two cornhole boards set up right at the entrance of the wedding and everybody is going to sign everybody's going to sign the cornhole boards then she's going to give them back to me and i'm going to seal them up real nice so that they can her and her new husband can use them and play on them with everyone's signature and their wedding colors and their monogram. It's it's really a cool project. It, when she told me she wanted cornhole board guest books, I thought she meant like like mini ones. Turns oh. out she she didn't mean mini ones. She meant cornhole boards. And I have never made cornhole boards, but now I can hey. say I have made them. That's a cool first project too, because it's meaningful. Yes, yes, and it got it gave me a chance to try out the positioning of my tools, which is not good, and the <laughs> amount of space that I have, which is not good. Um, I really do have to do some rearranging. It's it's not going to work as configured, but yeah, but that's how you figure it out. You just have to try it. Yeah, I think I know kind of what I have to do. Like I have to get some of the storage has to come out. Like I have to figure mm -hmm. out better ways to store stuff lower with maybe around the room low and then tools on top of all my storage and just at like a bunch of workbenches or something. I think that's probably going to be the way it has to be because the way I currently have it configured, there's a lot of space that I can't use, but it was great to be back in the shop for a whole weekend of making stuff, doing stuff like kind of being what my weekends used to be. I feel like that was the last step of the reboot was getting back in my shop and getting everything going yeah. again. So it, it's, it's really good. I feel I feel whole again. I feel transitions whole again. are hard. They are. You have to give yourself a pat on the back for that too. Transitions are really hard. 
And, and and realistically, I mean, it's not even April, and I just moved like February twentieth. I I moved into this apartment, and I'm already kind of back to a normal routine and a normal life. So, yeah, I guess I do get a little little pat, little pat, little, little pat. pat on the back. Speaking of pets, I was gonna say, is, um, is that the segue right there? Did you? That's just, a pretty we... good segue that just accidentally happened. So we might as well <laughs> roll with it. So before um, the show Making Fun aired. Um, I was talking to, I was talking to Jimmy about it and we were chatting on Instagram about it and I, we, something came up and I had just said to him, I said, you know what, you know, what's cool about this? Like it's all people I know except for one person. The only person I don't know on the entire cast is Pat. And then like 10 minutes later, Pat starts following me on Instagram and I'm like, Oh wow, Pat's following me now too. I have I've collected them all. And I started <laughs> I started watching the show. And that was when I really got introduced to his work. And I was just like, oh my God, this guy's like a wizard on the lathe. Like it's absolutely amazing. So of course, my instincts as a podcaster is we have to get this guy on the podcast. So as you can tell from the title, I mean you've already loaded the episode, so you already know who the guest is. We have the one and only. Pat the Canadian. What's going uh, on? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hi, Pat. Hello. Pat Lap official is officially here. Yep. I do believe, I do believe that you are the first legitimate TV star that we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm a star. <laughs> well, I mean, I, look, I'm just going to put it, I'm just going to put it straight out there. Based on the feedback I've seen on the show, everyone talks about how much they love Canadian Pat. Like, everyone's talking about Canadian Pat. He's funny. He's entertaining. He's really skilled. Like they love the stuff you did on the lathe. You, you brought a ton of personality to the show and it's just, were you expecting that kind of reaction or were you a little nervous about the reaction or? I was, I was super nervous because that was my first TV experience, first, mm -hmm. but my first TV experience in English. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, English is my second language. And I wasn't quite sure if I was good enough to make it, uh, and I was so stressed. I, I, I had the feeling that I would, would have looked stupid on camera, and I, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I was so stressed. You yeah. had on camera, and I've been, I've been wanting to ask you this, and I never know the right way to ask a question like this, so I'm just going to come right out and ask it. No, and please don't be offended by it, but your personality on sure. camera on the show was so larger than life. Like you had this big persona, and you were like very fun and up in the camera and making fun faces, and you looked like you were having the greatest time ever, but I always... I was wondering as I was watching it, how much of that is you and how much of that is like kind of, I don't want to say put on for the camera because I don't think it's fake, but how mm. much of it is like amplified for the camera? Like, did they tell you to amp it up for the show or was that just you? No, not at all. Not at all. That's wow. That's funny because that that's me. And that's what I'm most proud of is the guys you see on, on, on the show. That's us. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jimmy is not that grumpy, you know. You know, <laughs> Jimmy is he's, he's a, a yeah, he's a sweetheart. But I mean, the only thing that is fake in the show for my persona that's I, I don't wear overalls <laughs> and I have sleeves. That, that's all. That's all. But but the, the the silly guy you see, that's me. Even when there's no camera around, I mean, I can I 
I can turn something on the lathe and, and suddenly I turn like to a fake camera saying like, hello. And my girlfriend is like, uh, what's happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm just goofy like that. Yeah, that's me. You look like you were legitimately, you said you were a little bit nervous, but you look like you were legitimately having a very good time. And I think, is it, it must've been a combination of, you know, you were just comfortable with what you were doing because you were just doing what you do anyway, but also because, you know, I, I, one of the things that shows up, Brooke and I talked about um, making fun a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things that stood out to both of us is how cool the friend dynamic of all of you together working together on these projects really comes through in the show. And that makes the show like, it's funny and we all understand the way TV is produced, you know, but seeing you guys interacting with each other and kind of really just gelling with each other, it was great chemistry. And I think it was, it came off really well on camera. And I think that you must be very happy about that. Oh yeah. yeah, Totally. Totally. We, we are friends now. Like yeah. when we get on set, uh, at least for me, because the the, the, the guy I was um, knowing the most is Paul, mm-hmm. but I didn't know Jimmy that much and Derek that much and Graz. But they were they were like uh, Instagram um, people for me, mm-hmm. and but being three months together, having fun in the shop. Yeah. I mean, even if I was uncomfortable with my my speaking. I was in the shop. I, I, I know what a shop is. I know how to use a lathe. I know how to use a table. So, so that's, no, that, that has, that must help, right? Like, cause yeah. it's, yeah. It, it's, you know, you're uncomfortable maybe with, you know, you might be a little bit uncomfortable speaking that much English, but you're also in your element. So it's like, okay, even if I, even if I have a rough time of it, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I'm good at. So that's going to come through, even if, yeah. you know, the language barrier starts to show up a little bit. And the director have been a real good psychologist for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because a couple of times I was like just upset and, oh, man, I can't do... Because the, 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 um, the comedy timing, timing is everything. In right. Comedy. And each time, Graz is a funny guy. Everybody Graz is, is funny hysterical, the by the way. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> each time they, they, they say something, I need to translate it and think of a, an answer to, to spit yeah. it back. And I'm like... Always two seconds off. I know it's TV, but yeah, that was frustrating. But that actually work. But that can that's, actually work too. Yeah, yeah, like, but I, I, I'd imagine that's really frustrating in the moment. Where you're like, dang it. Yeah, yeah, because seventeen like, times funnier if it was just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I make it extreme, but it's like you have fifty words to express all your sentiments, like all your yeah. feelings. That's that's well, hard. Yeah, I know more than fifty words, but that, that's just an example. In your speaking on camera, we, d- you know, obviously you can pick up on your accent, and you can tell, you know, <laughs> Canadian Pat is obviously French Canadian because you know it all starts to come together. But there was never a moment where I was like, "Oh wow, he really doesn't speak English very well." Like, no, it's like, yeah. no, he's just got, he's just French Canadian. Cool. Like, thank okay, you. cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was actually surprised that you said you were uncomfortable because you yeah. came across so comfortable on the show, and like you were completely in your element. Um, I, so. I'm uncomfortable looking stupid. I mean, if I decide to look stupid, that's <laughs> totally fine. I, but I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but quickly, I, I realized that there was um, like um, uh, something good on, on my end because people can talk seriously about something like about mechanism or, or anything like the the, the problem solved thing. Mm-hmm. I was in the back like for two hours. Uh, 
doing nothing because I was waiting for the guys to finish the, the scene. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, that's boring. I, I, I'm not good at it. And I, I was depressing, like in the background. And then Graz said, problem solved. I just jumped in the camera. Yeah, problem <laughs> solved. <laughs> I just disconstruct like everything that happened before just by saying problem solved. But <laughs> in fact, I was frustrated. Yeah. One of the one of the questions I wanted to ask, and I was genuinely curious because everything seemed to be, you know, you can kind of tell when things are happening on the fly versus when they kind of happen, and it's okay, stop, let's film that. How much of the show was, you know, this just happened while we were filming versus this is we kind of know this is going to happen. Let's let's film it as it happens. Like was scripted it just completely unscripted? Yeah, was it just film everything and just cut it later, or yeah, was it? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. The, the first the first episode we 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 shot. I, I won't tell which one is it, but mm -hmm. uh, the first one we shot was kind of scripted, but just to give us some guidelines. Like, yeah. okay, we have this idea, but guys, go ahead and we we're going to direct. Like um, come the the uh, the, um, the ponytail uh, the yeah the ponytail gags, that was unexpected at first. <laughs> so Grass said, "Oh, I'm I'm going going to make a ponytail. What do you guys think?" And we all started laughing about that because it was serious. <laughs> and then we we started spitting jokes about that, and that that made a bit. Uh, but yeah. I'd say like ninety five percent of it is not scripted. That's when fantastic. You find a good line, like the director is like, "Okay, yeah, um, continue on that." But that's all. Yeah. 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 So that's can you, as much as you're able to anyway, can you uh, walk us through like the first day of filming? What did that look like? What did that feel like? And how did it all come together? Oh, the, the very first day, I, I think I was more nervous than everybody else, but everybody was nervous because <laughs> even, even not just us, not just the cast, but like the production crew. And because we didn't shoot a pilot for that, that uh, making fun show. Like our pilot is eight episodes and that's season one. That's the pilot. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. So the first day was, that was stressful for everybody. Like, how are we going to shoot that or, and of course, or us, the guys, that wasn't that terrible because we used to make videos anyway, mm -hmm. but not for Netflix. And that was impressive. Like all those cameras, but like the people were so nice. I, I'm proud to call all of them friends now. That, that wasn't that wasn't like uh, the cast and the production team we we were family that was that was really great i'm almost crying right now because i missed that uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and how did how did it feel um if you're producing your own content for instagram youtube whatever um you have sense of control where you get the final say did it feel different because you have a crew there that gets the final say and you don't necessarily get to see it before it's on on Netflix. We, no, we didn't see anything but uh, a couple of clips. But you know, the director were were pretty open uh, to to discussion, like while we were filming. Like, okay, okay. I'm I'm used to shoot on on the late, so if you guys put the camera there, that will look way better. Or, or okay. what if I say that or that? That will be funnier than this or, or that. We, I have the feeling that we wrote the show with with them. That was, yeah, it was cool. I, was, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think about what you said at the beginning 
um, until just now. But, you know, normally when you normally the show is like in the can and then you pitch it to somebody and you have like a sizzle reel and it's all highlights and you you just say, okay, here the show is done. Take it and run with it. But this was kind of the reverse. The, The network kind of created the show and was like, okay, let's get you guys to do this show. I'd, I'd never thought of it that way, but that's got to be like, oh, wow, can we fill this idea that they have? Because you're they're relying on your talent to make stuff, and you're kind of like, you guys are just there to bring the idea to life, like make the things, make it look good on camera, have good chemistry, crack a joke, have personality that comes through. Like, I never thought of that as a stressor, but man, I'd be freaking the hell out now that I think about it. Yeah, because... When you don't have a canvas, you, they shoot everything, like, right. like like everything, like 12 cameras running 12 hours a day for six days a week. We shoot everything because we don't know what we need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you have a pilot, you can you can say, okay, A, B, C, D, E, boom. Yeah. Right. And, and you- we're going to repeat A, B, C. So, yeah. 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 I have a question so, as well. When yeah. I was watching the show, it comes across like you guys did the builds in one week per build. Is that accurate were you guys actually completing those start to finish in about a week between getting the idea from the kids and then revealing it at the end it's hard to tell because it was like the dino took us like maybe two weeks okay one other but they were overlapping because the temperature of the reveal reveal and needs to be sunny a sunny day so sometimes we were shooting like when we we when we were almost done uh, filming, we were like shooting three episodes at a time. So, oh, okay, wow. Now change wow. and okay, okay, that's going to be the reveal for this project. Okay. And now we, we're going to do like the the mechanic scene for that project. And it was, oh, yeah. Was oh, crazy. wow. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, I'd, say, I'd say pretty much a, a week per build. Yeah. Okay, because I was, I was honestly one of the things I was really impressed with was just the amount of, of the, the amount that you guys were kicking out of the shop, and it seemed like at such a fast pace. It's especially impressive if it was all overlapping, I would think. Yeah. Because because oh, no, you can't was, just focus was... on one thing. No. Um, yeah. That, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no no you you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what did we say again? Sorry. I, I just, it wasn't a question. It was a statement, but I do have a follow-up question. Um, yep. I was going to say, were there any, um, that you're comfortable sharing, were there any times where you guys were working on a build and something just did not go as planned, um, to the point that it was stressful or you needed to completely scrap it and go back to the drawing board? Um, pretty much all projects. <laughs> no, not, not really. <laughs> 100% of the time. That is fantastic. Because the, the production team have uh, have a goal. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we need, we need that episode by Friday. Mm-hmm. But our concern is, like, we need a dino by Friday. We don't mm. give a shit about, like, um, yeah, about TV. We, we need to, to build that. Like, like for the, the cannon, like the pizza mm-hmm. cannon. I had to turn, like, a, re- a three. That, that, that was crazy. <laughs> That was dangerous, and and I had to do that. I am the only turner of the of the crew. Uh, maybe Paul a bit, but um, everything was unexpected. But Jimmy was always always like, "Okay, that, that's gonna be fine. That's gonna work fine." And Jimmy's a genius. His philosophy on that, like Jimmy and the uh, Jimmy and Paul are the the two like engineers of of the crew, 
and Paul likes to calculate all the things, make make a plan. Like it takes longer to plan, but it works every time, like the first time. Jimmy is winging it, <laughs> but it takes the like he's just so quick. He, yeah. So Jimmy always figured it out, but um, yeah, sometimes we needed we needed more time, honestly, because we were so tired. At the end, it was exhausting. I'm still burned. Yeah. <laughs> and we were done like in July. So. Yeah, yeah. So July 4th. So at July 4th, I was at Jimmy's at the go-kart place when he had his annual July 4th go-kart hangout oh, thing. I, I lived just the day before. I know everybody. He, so admit, the only yeah. one. So Graz was there. Justine was there and Jimmy was there. So I got to hang out with those three. And it was just like, you could see Jimmy, like every time he talked about the show, like he didn't, he didn't want to give away too much because he couldn't, but every time he mentioned the show and how much fun it was, you can kind of see like, there was just this, like, he was so excited to get that show in front of people and to get people to see it. And the excitement was just so infectious. It was, it was awesome to see. It was awesome to see you guys. I, I got, I got a little bit like misty. Like every time I see one of you guys talk about how excited you are and how well it worked and how much fun you had and the bonding that you guys did, it just it hits me right here because I could feel it. Like I feel oh, it from yeah. every single one of you that I've spoken to yeah. about it. It's just fantastic. No, no, that, that was legit fun. Yeah, that that's. It, yeah. It's, I, I just so, can't wait for it for it to happen again. Oh, I mean, if I, we don't, if we, if we don't have a second season, I hope so. But if we don't. I want to hang out with those guys in the, the same shop doing the same thing, like yeah. for my hey. YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was great content. Like it was really well shot and, and at, you know, on all angles, the makers did an incredible job, but from a production standpoint too, I remember thinking like, if this was a YouTube yeah. channel, like I would be, I'd be there. Well, um, I didn't know. I, I kind of knew, but I didn't know. Um, as far as you being the only Turner, like I didn't really know. And we've talked about this, but I didn't really know what your skill set was going into it. And I grew to really appreciate how talented you are on the lathe. Why don't you give us a little bit since, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Why don't you give us a little bit of your background and tell us how you got into woodworking, how you got into making and how you landed on such a specific skill like the lathe, because I can count probably on one hand because I have all my fingers, but I can count on one hand the number of people I know, even in the YouTube space, that speci- that are specifically lathes talented, we'll call it. Um, so give us a little bit of your background and then how you found turning and how you developed that skill and all that stuff. Uh, I was a cabinet maker with my, with, with, with my family, uh, with my grandfather and grandmother. Actually, my shop is still in the basement of my grandmother. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, so I learned woodworking through him. And I've worked with him for like 20 years, maybe. Yeah, 20 years. Wow. And then, um, yeah, we were making like uh, outdoor furniture, like picnic tables and swings and chairs, um, stuff like that. That, that. that was fun. And one day, I'm, I mean, it's fun to build a picnic table, but building 800 picnic table... <laughs> year it's, it's it's kind of boring so it gets old that. after like the third yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, i left that to uh, to study communication and graphic design and i also went at the comedy school in montreal 
a completely different path. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I've worked in uh, video production for a company oh, that produced like TV and live shows for uh, five years. And then I started missing um, the shop. Um, so I was uh, find, uh, searching a way to, I don't know, be in the shop with, without being in the shop, without it being my work. Mm -hmm. So I decided to create, create my, uh, my YouTube channel, but I, I was tired of doing square stuff. Like just, okay, that's two by four, boom, boom. Okay, boom, boom. Okay, we make cabinets. And so I was tired of that. And I discovered at the same time, uh, Carl Jacobson. Uh, I don't know if you know him. Uh, yeah. And I started uh, watching his videos and decided, hey, I think uh, I want to, to try the lathe. And I fell in love with that instantly. Like I, buy, I, I bought a cheap lathe, like just a motor that spins. And I started my first pen and first, uh, first everything, um, like candle, candle holders. And yeah, I fell in love with that because you can go from A to Z with just one machine. Okay. That, that helps if you have a pencil, but once the wood is chucked on the lathe, you can do a bowl. You can do a, I don't know. You can do everything on the lathe. I always, I always thought of, <laughs> before I started woodworking, I always thought of a lathe just as the thing that you make the things on the stair, on the handrails for stairs. Like that's all I ever thought a lathe yeah. was for. And then you start seeing all this other stuff where you hear people talk about, it's like, oh yeah, I made this on the lathe. I made that on the lathe. And like, wow, lathe does a lot of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, sure. you know, I think for me, my biggest introduction to the lathe was watching Peter Brown. And the great yeah, yep, Peter Brown yep. and Nick Zametti, the crazy stuff that they do on the lathe. And it's like, oh, wow, there's some really cool. Like, I completely didn't understand what you could do with a lathe until I started seeing all the stuff that you guys who are like lathe specialists really do. It's amazing stuff. If you want to see a master, uh, go check out Stuart Batty. He's I... the one that thought, um, what is, is her name? Uh, Ashley Howard. Okay. Yeah, he, he told her, it's too hard, buddy. That's <laughs> you're, you're gonna fall, fall in love with this guy. Is I mean, I never met him, but I just saw a couple of his videos recently, and I was like, oh, yeah. I need to to learn all of it back. I mean, I need to start it back to just to learn it correctly. Now, now I I, I pretty much know what I'm doing, but yeah, I learned Did the hard way. Like, I still have all my teeth, but. <laughs> there was a video that John Malecki did from a tool show out somewhere in the Midwest and Ashley Harwood had a booth and she was doing, um, she was doing a turning continuous turning demo throughout the show. And she made a, like an ornament, like a, like a Christmas tree ornament that was so tiny. <laughs> it was just like, I don't even understand how you could make a tool that small. And she made it on like the, like a full size lathe. Like she wasn't using like one of those mini tabletop lathes. She's yeah. a full size lathe and just special tools. And she made something that looked so impossibly delicate. Yeah, and I was just like, wow, that is just a level of skill that I just, I hope one day to have in something, even if it's not like turning stuff, like I want to be that good at anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you like, do you look at your, do you look at your stuff? Like, how do you, how do you see your progress as far as your lathe work? Like, do you look at your earlier stuff and just go, Oh wow. I wish I knew then what I knew now. Or is it just like, Nope, that was no, good. And I, now I'm just better. Yeah. Because now I know. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. I, I, that's funny because my grandmother keep all my stuff, like even the, the, um, yeah. the beginner stuff. And 
every time I'm go uh, I'm go visiting her, I'm like, okay, that that's no, just throw it away. That's, <laughs> Could that's you not disgusting. tell anyone that's I made ugly. that? <laughs> Don't tell yeah. anyone that's mine. You can keep it, but, <laughs> but just, you, so you got it somewhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what grandmas are for. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, what I find are uh, now is uh, I don't have a space close to me, so I can't practice like often enough. Mm-hmm. Each, each time I, I want to learn to turn something, I need to go like to drive two hours away to to my grandma's. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm planning to to make a shop here, even maybe a maker space around here because we don't have any of those here. Yep. So I saw on your Instagram that you had you just bought the house you're in. It's like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, very. Yeah. Congratulations on that. That's Thank a you. Thank that's you. an awesome buying a house is just I don't I listen, I've had a lot of cool feelings about cool things that have happened in my life, but the house I just sold, the day I bought it, I have never been prouder of anything I've ever accomplished in my entire life. Like just I know that there's this philosophy that buying a house is an outdated American dream and that you know people aren't supposed to be ha- to hell with that. Buying a house was the coolest damn thing that I ever did in my life. And I did it way earlier than my parents did it. And it just felt so good to like stand there and just go, I can do that. I can do that. This is mine. You know, Mm -hmm. now, I mean, granted, now I'm renting a place and I have to think twice before I hang a picture. It's like, oh, because if I move, I got to fix that, (laughs) you know? And the old house is like, no, if I want to just take a hammer and smash a hole in the wall, I can do that. And as long as I'm willing to live with it, I never have to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that you're saying that because the first night I was here, I, I was moving boxes and I dropped one. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. like the neighbor. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm old now. <laughs> I had that How- the first night because I have neighbors upstairs. And the first night I was here, I was putting together... Uh, the first weekend night I was here because we were recording. It was Sunday night and we were recording the next day. And the desk I have my computer on, I had to take apart my old house. I had to put it back together here. And it's not like an Ikea desk where you put it together with Allen keys. You have to screw this thing together. It's a a desk that my dad made for me. And, you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night and I got my impact driver and I'm screwing into this thing and I'm like, dude, you can't do this. What are you doing? And you know, I hear them walking around upstairs and I'm like, okay, as long as they're walking around upstairs, I can be an ass down here. But then as soon as the walking stopped, I'm like, all right, I got to stop for the day. I'll finish in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really weird when you own and you it, going from renting to owning and then going back to renting. It's like, oh, I forget. Like even doing the podcast, we would do it at eight o'clock, but sometimes we go till 10 o'clock and it's like, uh oh, am I talking too loud? Like, are they going to get annoyed at me? Like, hard out at ten o'clock, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's it's so it's so cool, like seeing things like going well for you, and the the reception that you've gotten particularly has just been. I was just reading an article about the show today, and they were just they were effusive about how good you are and how personable you are and how much everybody likes you and it's just that's yeah. so 
<laughs> I was just gonna, as we've established, he was just so nervous the first time. Yeah, and that's but no one so was like, gonna like him. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. So you you have you know in in your mind you think, okay, am I gonna come across well on camera? Then you have the the language thing, and what ends up turning out is that everybody loves you. Like, how does that feel? Like that's gotta feel amazing. To be honest, I don't realize it yet. Mm-hmm. Seriously, oh, okay. yeah, it, it's it's like it's it's. You know, and, and I'm not fake here. I, I mean, it's it's just no, I, no. I don't realize it yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realize it through my girlfriend, to my family, or everybody's excited, mm-hmm. but me. I mean, I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it hasn't I'm, sunk I'm, in for you yet. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, sh- should I be um, more excited, or I, I, I don't realize <laughs> yeah. it. People recognize me at the grocery store, and I'm really, <laughs> yeah, 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 and oh. I, I, I don't find it that cool because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm it, even if it doesn't look like that i'm kind kind of shy mm-hmm. i like my I, I like being goofy on camera but when yeah. i w- when it stops i like to be like okay cool let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no quick no one look at me yeah no i i think it's a testament to the to the show because um i i have a daughter who's 14 and generally speaking for maker stuff she's just like whatever but we watched making fun and she watched making fun and i usually tell her who's going to be on the podcast every week you're the first guest where she actively had questions that she was like well you have to ask this and you have to ask <laughs> no. this oh she did yeah i i have them right here like just let me know when you need them and i can fire them away <laughs> wow oh, that's cool well, yeah, you know, just super cool. You know Grant Alexander, right? Grant Alexander is someone yeah. who's yeah. yeah I mean, so I mean, his son calls making fun. Um, he wants to watch the Pat Show. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was. They were talking about Boom. it on Clamp. And that's he that's was, the big win. That's the big W right there. Yeah, yeah the, it's you the know. Pat Show. No, it's season two will just be called that. The Pat Show. <laughs> yeah, the Pat Show. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to. You'll have to get another tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Just, that, that's the plan. By the way, that's sorry. the plan. If you get a second season, I'm gonna have like a project from the first season tattooed, and on uh-huh. the third, like uh, a project from the second. But yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> where were Where were you going with that, Vincent? I feel like I just trampled on your question. Oh no, I just thought it was. I just thought it was really <laughs> cool that like people we know t- tangentially, mm-hmm. you know, are talking about the show. Like there are people talking about, you know. Toy maker. I, one of the great things I saw today was they were talking about toy maker Jimmy DeResta. And I'm like, oh, wow, you just have no idea who he is. That's awesome. <laughs> like, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, I mean, we all, to a degree, to a degree, we all get kind of starstruck in this space. Like, you know, especially like if you have a connection to anyone in the cast and you see them on TV, it's like, oh my God, I'm watching people I know on Netflix. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> but then yeah. there are people who talk about TV for a living talking about this show and they're like, you know, professional crank Jimmy DeResta. And it's just it's really funny. Cause it's like, I know Jimmy, Jimmy's not like that, but it's just no. really, really funny. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I keep telling people like the day I will make you feel like I'm a star. You can mm-hmm. shoot me. Yeah. That's, that's not, <laughs> you don't that's the thing that's what i think that's what comes across with all of you guys is that you are all you are stars but you don't act like stars you're just you're you're friends doing cool things you know and even even when justine came in on the the pizza pirate ship episode 
you know, it, she didn't feel out of place. She just kind of just walked right into the show yeah, and it was yeah. like, oh, there's just someone else on the cast now. We're just, it's yeah. just Justine's here now. It was, I, 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 I'm amazed. I'm amazed because I know that nobody really had the experience of doing this except for Jimmy had some TV experience. But then I watched you guys like just killing it and it was like wow this is really yeah. good and i yeah. Yeah, i don't want to get gushy about the show because i've been we've been gushy about the show since it came out but we're just amazed by it it just doesn't it doesn't make sense that it worked this well on the first try yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's so yeah that's cool to hear because no yeah that, that was fun I, I told jimmy earlier that like for the first time in my life that's that's something i'm a part of i'm a part of uh, that I'm really happy. I'm not like a, a happy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I'm generally negative and yeah. yeah. Um, oftentimes, oftentimes silly people or funny people are, that's, an, I feel like that's how a lot of silly, funny people that yeah, answer that question, I, I, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I'm a sad clown, but, no, <laughs> but since the show, like I had so much fun on the show that I told the guys earlier, like, you know what? I, I love the show. I love how it, it uh, has been made, how it has been edited. And, and yeah, I'm proud. I'm super proud. I'm, I'm happy because we are, we on the show and yeah. 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 What is, of all the things you made on the show specifically, I guess there's sort of two, two parts to this question. The first part is of all the things you made on the show, what are you the most proud of? that you look at and you're like, that was perfect or perfect. probably a hard word. I learned, but it stands the, out to you. Yeah. I learned the term. Uh, it's good enough for TV. In yeah. The show. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and I don't like that because yeah. <laughs> so on TV, that's, that, that looks, per- that looked perfect. Uh, I wish we had more time to like to tweak a couple of things, but nobody cares that that's, yeah. that's not going to be better on camera that, that was good enough. Um, but if I have a project to pick, that's definitely the guitar board. Yeah. Because, that looked yeah. like you guys were having the most fun with that yeah. one. Just, just <laughs> that the, the, the photos, if nothing else, the photos from that were, <laughs> were like the, the pond was like a really nice green color. Uh-huh. And yeah. like I could just, it was almost like, um, what am I trying, what, like a Huck Finn moment, like just paddling down the Mississippi. It was great. Just, it was just, it's it just, so, it was really great to look at. It's so wonderfully ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, totally. I think, yeah. I think that's what made the show fun because the kids' ideas were just like, this is silly. And of course it has to get made because it's so silly. I want to see that idea in real life. Like even as an adult, like a kid just wants to see it because it's like, this is my way out crazy imagined idea that I drew on a piece of scrap paper. But adults are like adults like me are watching it going, how the hell would you even do that? Like, I don't even understand. Like the taco conveyor, the taco conveyor belt was amazing. Just, I would love to sit on a chair and just have tacos dropped into my mouth. That seven. like heaven. I, I have a question. Thanks to me and Paul for that, by the way, because I am a great doer. I can do whatever you want, but you need to tell me. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. plan anything, but yeah. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah, when you yeah, had sm- when you had smoothie dumped on your head, was it <laughs> actually that gross? Just be honest. Or was it not that bad? They, they actually prepared like a cool smoothie, like a real smoothie that I can drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, but- I just decided to go like for the um, go for the kill. I just drank like the the shitty, shittiest one. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that was disgusting. It was disgusting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but, yeah. Yeah, like that wasn't that terrible. Okay. That wasn't good, but that I was. Wasn't I my main concern as a viewer was that I I know it gets quite hot up here, and I knew it was the summer. Oh no no! So I mean, like, okay, oh, sorry. I, I thought you were oh. talking about the 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 Nutcracker, like the smoothie oh. I drank. No, oh no, yeah, no. you uh, actually you drank a lot of smoothies on this show. So that was that was <laughs> <laughs> that was a, <laughs> that was a fair misunderstanding. Okay, so the Nutcracker smoothie you went for the gross one. It wasn't that bad. I was thinking of the one that fell on your head during the rock yeah. paper scissors game. Yeah, the, yeah, that one wasn't bad either. That was like just uh, melted uh, uh, chocolate ice cream and like dill pickles and uh, <laughs> cauliflower. Mm. Uh, we had like a uh, hot sauce too, but Derek had the brilliant, brilliant idea to not put it in there just, just in case we have some in the eyes. Yeah. Um, you don't want that in your eyes. That'll ruin yeah. your day. Um, no, that wasn't that terrible. That was just disgusting to see. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It, it was For really TV. disgusting to see. It worked on TV. Did you TV. So, disgusting enough for TV. As someone who makes YouTube content and now having had the experience of working on an actual TV show, is there anything that you're going to take away from the TV show where you go, okay, this works really well on TV. I want to try to adapt this to my filming and how I do my YouTube. I mean, I know you don't, obviously you don't have a crew, but mm-hmm. is there anything that you learned doing the TV show where you're like, oh, that's something I can apply to my YouTube channel. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Not not on the the like the uh, angle or camera perspective, um, but now I'm more confident to talk in English. Good. And in French too. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't uh, talking much in my videos. Like sometimes a bit in French, sometimes a bit in English. But now I'm more confident that like I can do a pretty good job just explaining what I'm doing. Yeah. So Instead talking, just doing funny faces, and it's not like you would have to talk on a podcast or anything like that. Wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't have. I would. I wouldn't have done that like two years ago. Seriously, really? Yeah, I was too shy to do that. Have you ever done a podcast before? Yeah, uh, a couple of times in French and okay. one in okay. English. Yeah, but yeah, I was really shy. Now I just don't give a shit about. What, you can, you can <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. So I, yeah. I have a. I have a question because you you started. It sounds like you woodworking ran in your family, and that you just mm-hmm. were a maker from from day one. What prompted you to start putting content on the internet in the first place? Because I think oftentimes that first piece of content, video, Instagram post, is the hardest one to put out. So what yeah. pushed you over that edge as a really uh, shy person? Yeah, that, that was for uh, that was to create a, a photo album for me. Okay. Like something- like I was living in Montreal. My uh, grandmother lives in uh, Shawinigan, which is two hours away, uh, like I said before. And I was thinking, okay, if I, I want to be more in the shop without being there always. Mm-hmm. So I decided to film me. And while I was editing the video at home, I was like in the shop, but not in the shop. But I was playing with clips of the shop. Okay. And yeah, I, I decided to create videos just for me, just to, yeah. to look back at my project. Mm. And then some, I think that's David Picciuto. Yeah. On the, like my second video, he shared me back in the, in the days where you were doing like a, a big shout out thing. Yeah. And I remember I started, he used to do those. Yep. Yeah, like the yeah. maker week in review or whatever he was mm-hmm. calling them at the time when he was drunken yeah. woodworker. And I went for like uh, from two subscribers to like a thousand in an hour. And I was like, wow. oh, I'm viral. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah. And was that then, horrifying or exciting? No, it was exciting. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I, I'm making videos and it works. So now let's do a second and a third and a fourth. Yeah. And not funny cool. thing, each, each time I'm publishing a video, I'm losing like 200 subscribers. And when I publish nothing, it keeps growing. That's. <laughs> you gotta not care i think there's a certain element to that of just fully dissociating from the numbers in order to be able to yeah. put out content and be yourself i think it's interesting because i'm really shy too and i don't know that maybe that portrays on on the internet but people tend to be no, I'm so shy. oh thank you Sorry. um <laughs> but i'm pretty quiet and i'm pretty shy and i and i do think that there's something about the camera and in doing things through video that I know for me has personally helped me a lot, just getting comfortable being myself. So it's really interesting to hear you share that experience, even on like the, a, a set of a Netflix show or something like that sounds so intimidating to walk into. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I don't know if it's, that was a question it, versus a statement, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun when you hear people that kind of come out of their shell, because what happens is as you get more comfortable, like, you know, on a microphone or on a camera, it stops being, you stop being that guarded in person also. Like mm -hmm. even shy people that are shy, you know, I'm shy, in, but I'm doing YouTube anyway. Like mm -hmm. you'll kind of grow out of being shy or you'll do what I do, which I am one of the shyest people you'll ever meet. I am, I am, I'm so shy that I avoid going to like, things like I don't like going to functions and things so what do I how do I deal with it I overcompensate like a crazy person like I just <laughs> yeah. go I'm just gonna go I don't care like you're gonna suck it up and you're gonna go and you're gonna just deal with it and yeah it's it works for me because it, uh, honestly right up until I am I mean honestly Brooke the morning I was driving to Boston <laughs> I was like what are you doing you know like you literally have never met anyone that's going to be there and you only tangentially know your co-host and you don't know how long she's even going to be there you kind of know dahlia because she was on like you don't know and, you, <laughs> and you're going you know and the same when i went to cleveland to hang out with emily it's like you know emily through the internet you've chatted you're friends but you know you're going to another state to hang out with someone, you know, through the internet. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have done this. You know, you said you wouldn't have done an English podcast. I wouldn't have gone to anywhere. Like I, my vehicle was staying in New York and New Jersey. Maybe it would dabble in a little Connecticut, but I'm not going anywhere else. Yeah. Like, but I overcompensate and I just deal with it. And it's the same yeah. way with the podcast. You know, we have guests cause I just reach out to people. It's like, I know I'm going to get rejections. And I don't care. Like, I just yeah. don't care. I'm just going to reach out to everybody. And the only way they're going to say yes is if you ask them, right? So, yeah. 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 And you got to like fully dissociate. Like, like I was saying to Pat with the numbers, if the numbers go down every time you post something, it's like, you got to just get to that mental place of, I don't care. <laughs> Eventually they'll Whatever. bottom out. Right. Eventually, yeah. Right. I can't. That, I can't lose. I won't lose everyone. You won't lose everyone. <laughs> and 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 that surely, surely really, everyone won't hate me. Um, and that sounds really, <laughs> really like almost cataclysmic. But it's the truth, right? You, yeah. you, if you post something like I, you know, I have a couple of alt accounts that I post content for, and yeah, there are times where I'll post something. It's like I'll I'll have a steady number of subscribers or viewers or followers. And then I'll post something and it'll dip. And I'm like, oh, great. I reminded them that I'm there and now they're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. I, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I have a whole tangent on this exact topic because we've I started posting way less and I we saw the opposite result because I started posting things that I felt more proud of individually. Mm-hmm. Which it's actually worked out in the algorithm or whatever you want to. Who cares? Um, where I, I, it's it's gotten it's done really really well. But I I think when there's not this pressure to push out like to push out content and quote unquote perform, um, it's so much more fun and it's so much more creative and it, it it's not like a source yeah. of more anxiety. It makes you feel good about yourself and happy and fun and, and yeah. whatnot. So so Pat, what is the origin story on the horns? Uh, on the um, on, on the, the horn, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I just wanted to be different. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, really. I I went to this Viking even at some point, drinking some beers, and I saw like a plastic helmet that I bought, and I was thinking, oh, maybe I can hook it up on the face shield, and then boom, it was just. Yeah, that became part of me. <laughs> and, and they just never left. Nope. No, no, I no. love... And, and I made, like, uh, another one for the show to have, too. So I okay. have it back right now. I love that the... Do you want to know something? Guy. Yes, we you want to know to something. Be different. Like, oh. you want to be different. You make horns for your face. Like, it's so weird, like introverted shy people tend to yeah. not want to stick that's, out that's actually that's that's why i asked it because i do ridiculous things like that too just because i don't feel like talking but i still mm-hmm. feel like messing around and making people laugh or something i don't know um but what was <laughs> the, what was this <laughs> yeah go no, just just to make people curious and yeah and yeah just just to want to get to know me better like oh that's interesting i, I want to know this guy or like, <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know but first i was to make people laugh like oh look at that uh and now because that's now that's a thing i mean it's on netflix guys guys i don't know if you know this but pat lap is famous now so he gets he gets stopped in the grocery store it's a pretty big deal <laughs> yeah 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 well, it's in, it's making in, fun with Pat Lap. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've just hired uh, someone to work on a better version of the face shield in case we get a second season. Cool. And, and I'm gonna reveal like the new face shield on the second, oh, or cool. like on my YouTube channel if, if <laughs> I don't get a second. But <laughs> and then you, you know and then what? everyone will unfollow you. <laughs> I just would never. I would. <laughs> I would never downplay being on Netflix, right? But considering the audience that, you know, you guys all have combined, there's no reason to think that you guys, I mean, maybe the materials, but like you could do a version of making fun. Like if it, let's say, I don't want to be a negative guy, but I'm just thinking out loud, right? If the show doesn't pan out and you guys go, all right, well, we're all still friends. Like this wasn't assembled. You guys weren't put together for the purposes of making a show. You guys are friends anyway. That, you could very easily just, all right, yeah, fine. Go, we're just going to do it then. The project was almost dead. Uh, yeah. like oh, wow. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, because we shot a pilot, like, uh, is it two or three years ago? I we remember I... Yeah, I we I actually had been at Maker Camp in 2019, and I remember at Maker yeah. Camp, everyone was talking about how there was this Netflix pilot that was happening right after, and everyone was really excited about it. Yeah, yeah, so. that, that's it. And we shot the pilot, pilot, and after the pilot, uh, we were like, oh, I don't know, 
exploring. We we don't want to do that. <laughs> that was just weird. That was like just a a re regular build show. Like, hey, we're gonna paint uh, Julie's house tonight. And what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That was that was kind of boring. And and then the project stays uh, on stayed on the shelf like for two years. And we were at the point where I I don't remember if it's me or Paul or I was like. You know, guys, I, I was working in TV before. We all know camera stuff. We can just rent a couple of cameras and, and produce our own show. And then, or produce the, the, the pilot we want to, sh to, to show. Mm -hmm. And then just sell it to uh, like a, a network or, or just on YouTube, maybe. Mm -hmm. If the if making fun didn't happen, that that was the, the plan B. Oh, wow. Oh, no way. Yeah. I think that's maybe cool. that's why maybe that's why it came across so genuine. It's yeah. because yeah. it was with what you just said there. It was just came from a wow. place of passion. That's cool. It's yeah. it it I, I think that and and that's what come, you know, that's what comes across on the show. That's the intangible thing that you can't manufacture. You yeah. know, when the when the participants are passionate about what they're doing, it does come across really, really well. Like it yeah. it just does. Um yeah, that yeah. that's wow. I had no when, idea. Um, when did you first meet Paul Jackman? That was if you're sick. if you're okay sharing. Oh no, no, I told <laughs> you that. That's the, I mean, that, that's the best love story ever. I, that, <laughs> that, that, yeah. that was that was where the question was coming from. I just feel like it was the it was a beautiful storyline in the background of everything. So I figured yeah. I'd ask. That's funny because I, I I don't think I've ever said that to anyone else between Paul. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I met him like through YouTube. Okay, of course, uh, that was like six or seven years ago. Um, we were chatting. Like, I think I started commenting on one of his videos, and he commented on mine, and we became kind of friends on YouTube, mm -hmm. and then on Facebook, and we were chatting pretty much often, and then. Uh, there were another guy who contacted me. Hey, Pat, do you want to do a collab with me? I didn't know at the at the time that it, it was a thing to to collaborate with, with someone. Okay, I was like, yes, I want to do a collab, but not with you. I <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> but I didn't say that to this guy. But <laughs> it would have been it would have been great if you did. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. But I contacted Paul, saying, "Hey, this guy contacted me. Apparently, we can do collabs." You want to call me? <laughs> and he said, yeah. So and we then... made our first video. And that year, I decided to hit the road to visit Paul. I met, yeah, on that road trip, I met uh, David Picciuto. I went to uh, Easywood Tools Factory uh, in Kentucky. And then I, uh, I I got back up to Paul's. And uh, he was living in Salem at that time. Um, and funny thing that the first time we met, I, I didn't speak english that well that was just weird mm. we were just staring at each other <laughs> making like signs and wanting burger maybe on but we felt something like mm -hmm. we knew we loved each other but mm -hmm. we didn't know how to say that <laughs> yeah. yeah that was it's, crazy it's, it's just so beautiful yeah it's just yeah. so beautiful. Um, what did you guys make on your first collab? 
I just tried to YouTube it, but I, I can't tell if it's the that's first. A, that's a spoon, I think. Spoon. Yeah, that's a big okay. spoon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the video is not that good, but yeah, that's. that's the... I, I think we made the spoon after Jimmy's spoon video. See, okay. he, uh, he, he made a spoon on on the the, the Benza, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The video's was, not yeah. that good, but the friendship that blossomed after. Oh, no, and you, and you can tell in the video. I mean, the production is not that good. Uh, the, yeah, I, but everything else is nice. I, I, actually, that wasn't me calling the video bad. I was just quoting you on the video not being good. I've never watched it. <laughs> Let me just throw shade at it. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that... I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure the video is great. <laughs> it's, what do you have? I mean, obviously you're, you're hoping for a season two of the Netflix show coming up. Um, do you have anything else in the works that you're like, I know you said you wanted to build a shop in your new house, which is, or, you know, somewhere around your new house. Um, what else do you got coming up? What's come, what's going, what do you got coming in the coming weeks, months that, this that's year? That's pretty much it. I, I need to work on maker space or a shop. Mm-hmm. Here. Mm-hmm. because i want to create more content um and more good content because that's yeah. that's the thing i don't think i have like i maybe have five good videos on like 200 <laughs> because each time i need to to make a videos i need to drive two hours so i need to yeah. find a project that i can fit in four hours to get back here after <laughs> so i can't build like a I don't know a trebuchet in four hours i so i want to do bigger stuff or maybe not bigger but like more um yeah time more time involved consuming? like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but because i have like 15 videos of pen turning mm-hmm. and it's all the same videos that's that's just pen turning and a bowl is a bowl i mean <laughs> once you turn a bowl it, it, there's not much to show after that um yeah i just want to to create more content more often that's but so that's far a... i'm making videos for companies which isn't a bad which isn't a bad deal so when you say you no, make no, video no. when you say you make videos for for companies just like you do the filming and editing yeah cool and uh like recently i made a couple of videos for lee valley tools okay oh nice that, that's a company in canada yeah um so i'm i'm the the woodworker of the of the of the group so i'm mm-hmm. producing my own Actually, the, the the couple of uh, the last five videos are for them. Oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah. so that's you... what I do for a living. But I'd love to like. Yeah, I was actually going to ask that. So your your content creation it, content creation is your full time thing, or is it like? Yeah, what... but not for me. I mean, I'm, I'm not paid by YouTube. Right, I'm paid right. By, by company, yeah. yeah. Because okay. like in uh, in. Um, YouTube gives me like uh, 30 bucks a month. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's 30 bucks more than I make on YouTube. I, I, <laughs> 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 I get, I get laughed at when I click, Hey, how close am I? You're not even in the ballpark. Go away. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Have a nice day. It's, I, I, it's, it's, it's always, it's always kind of cool when you like, you know, you're in the point now where it's not, you know, YouTube is, you you make your, your money off sponsors or doing contract work for, you know, other companies. 
it's going to be really cool that one day we're going to look and go, oh, look, Pat's just doing YouTube now. Like he's just doing YouTube, making a living doing YouTube. Because I just feel like you're, you, you've got that kind of, you're in that mindset. You're just kind of trying to get your feet on the road going in that direction now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you'll build the shop that's yeah. going to be better for, you're going to build a shop that's going to be better for, for filming. Mm-hmm. You're going to be more focused on what you're putting out there. You're going to be more comfortable on camera. You'll probably have better equipment. You've had more experience filming. It's all going to just come together. And it's all of a sudden you're just going to go, Yep, I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. 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 If everything if everything were to go right in the world in five years, what would things look like for Pat Lap? Ooh. Everything goes right. You know what? I just want a cottage in, in the forest with my girlfriend and my dog. That's. <laughs> I mean, you, hey, that's a that's, damn good that's, goal. That's winning if you can get there yes. in life. That's yeah. that's the best. I don't mind Bam. if I. I mean, I'd love to get a second season, but if, if I don't, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna, gonna try to be happy. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's one of the thing I I don't want to go to an office job anymore, even though I, I will stay poor or something. Yeah. I mean, that hit me last year, like just before uh, making fun. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm 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 tired of this. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot myself if I pursue that that way. Yeah, I mean, really, and yeah. I decide no, I, I won't be sad anymore. No, that that's it. I, I'm done with that. I I just I'll, I'll just make everything to make myself happy, either if it's like woodworking or I, I don't know. But I, yeah, I'll yeah. just try to be happy in five years. Even even though I'm I'm not a TV guy anymore or on YouTube or yeah, I just want to be happy. I just want to yeah. smile. Yeah, you, you yeah. only you only get one life and it's, it's like what's the point if you don't wake up and feel excited everyone deserves to wake up and feel excited about their life and feel excited about what they get to do today even if mm-hmm. they, even if they're just like i'm so excited to be in this cottage in the woods and i get to eat some <laughs> well, pizza later like that's all you need to be happy and you just have to stack the deck in your favor yeah, to get look there at the, and you look should, at the experience I, yeah yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. No, no, just, no, go, go for it. <laughs> you look at look at the experience you just had. You had an experience that people are. I mean, there are a lot of people in this world mm-hmm. that are never going to have that experience. Yeah. More people won't than will. So, yeah, I like I like your I like your your perspective of I would love a second season, but it won't break me if I don't get one. Like no. it's it's I love that because that just tells me that you understand what you've been through and what you accomplished. And you can take that as an accomplishment and say, that is the accomplishment. And if it continues, then it's a bigger accomplishment. If not, it's a hell of an accomplishment on its own. Yeah. You know what? Someone commented on my, on my tattoo video. Did you see that, that reel on on Instagram? I did. I did. I, I loved the reel. And I was, I think I commented this. I was like a plus to the tattoo artist. That was just like, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) Not everyone would say yes. Yeah. Anyway. but someone someone commented like, okay, but man, what if you don't get a second season? Well, I so did annoying. the first one still. You have the first <laughs> season. <laughs> what a stupid remark that is. Right? That's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. It's like, well, what if I oh that's like the same thing as like, well, what you get your <sighs> you get your you know, your your wife's name tattooed on your arm and somebody goes, well, What if you get a divorce? Well, okay, but she's still my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know it's like i guess what what if you don't get a season two it's like well i guess i better never never touch a lathe again yeah let's let's Mm -hmm. never speak of it again let's never speak of it we'll pretend there's just that that whole summer just erase it it just never happened it was (laughs) just a black hole it's like i went from like february to like july (laughs) and nothing happened (laughs) nothing happened no it's Uh, it's great i mean I'm I'm so happy that you guys did so well that the show was as well received as it was that you know I'm I'm crossing my fingers for a second season I really am oh for, same so same because I, mean, I love the show and because I love all you guys you guys are all just cool freaking people all of you you know I've either met in person or we've had on this show every person on that show. And it's just like this, just, you're all good people. And it's nice watching, you know, you always see good things happen to people who you feel like don't deserve it. Yeah. And it's nice watching good things happen to people who you finally feel like, oh, thank God, finally, something good is happening to the good guys. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I feel too. And that's why I'm, I'm super proud of that. that yeah. You guys, you guys deserve to be proud of that because I also felt like I've, I haven't met, I think as many of you guys as Vincent has, but everyone felt like themselves. And I think even just that's a feat and it was just a delightful show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's just a pleasure to watch and so much making content. Not that I'm not inspired by a lot of it, but a lot of it's gotten redundant. And I've said this privately to Vincent. I was like, thank gosh, this show came around because it's the first bit of making content lately that's made me feel inspired and where I'm like, yes, okay, this is new. This is different. This is something we haven't seen 18,000 times. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with content that other people, whatever. It's just personally for me, I was like, thank you. I have not seen content in so long. Video content based on making that I liked this much. I wasn't able to vocalize. I had a very similar feeling. I wasn't able to vocalize it until you said it to me that day. And ever since (laughs) then, I've realized that I've been in that in that boat for a while because I tend to find myself lean. Like I love my maker friends. I love my people that do woodwork and my metal people and all my maker friends and whatever. But I also tend to the, the people that are inspiring me more lately are more mm-hmm. the artist types like Dahlia and, mm-hmm. and Dan Roto and Jazza and all the, all the people that do more art related content rather than like making related content. I tend to find the artists are the ones that I'm getting the most inspiration from. Not so much the people that are making stuff because I know how to make stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. do I know how to make everything? No, I don't. But if I wanted to learn how to make something, I know who to go to watch to learn. Like if I want to learn how to use a lathe, I'm just going to watch every one of Pat's videos on loop until I understand Mm -hmm. it. Right. But you know, if I want to be creatively inspired, I find I find myself just absorbed in like the art world and talking to the artist YouTubers and watching the artists on Instagram making this amazing stuff. And that seems to be where my my eye goes. And I couldn't figure out when that happened for me. But then when you said that, you know, you felt like you were maxed out on maker content. Yeah. I, I almost was like, that's it. That's what it is. And that's where, that's what happened with me. That was the shift that happened with me also. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm kind of not done with maker content. No, I love, I love maker there? content. I also yes, just, so do I. I just, I just think it's gotten a little, a little stale. And I think it's yeah. really nice to see making fun, just hitting the nail on. on yes. The head. Just like, it's bam, fresh. Got exactly, and, it was and, fresh. It was great. 
And what's what's <laughs> what's great about it? Hold on to your hats. Here's a revelation. It's actually fun. Like yeah. it's not. It's actually, not. It's, no, I, it's it's legitimately it, funny. I I always yes. hate shows where you're like, oh, that was funny. No, I was like actually laughing at you guys. It's so. a show that doesn't take itself too seriously, yeah. and the perfect cast of goofballs doing it. You know, <laughs> people who have actual talent but can still be funny on a show like that. It just it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were a great team. Yes, a hundred percent. All you gotta do is, is wear is wear tank tops and in overalls and make faces <laughs> at the camera and bam. Yeah. I yeah. think everybody I think everybody needs to do a sleeveless overall picture now, just just because. Like you know, tribute <laughs> tribute to tribute to Pat, man. To just yeah. uh, you know what would really work? A button down shirt with a Canadian flag print and no sleeves. Like, let's Ooh. really lean into it. There, that's yeah. the move. Yeah, that's the move. Are we creating merch now? I I feel like that. I think I just gave you. You know, you know how they have those tuxedo shirts. You yeah. should have like overall shirts, but like sleeveless, but with like a Canadian print under huh. the o- overalls painted on the shirt. Huh? Yeah. There you go. There's an idea for you, Pat. You can have it for free. I just want the first one if you ever make it. That's all. Perfect. <laughs> um, we are about. Believe it or not, I can't believe how fast this went. But we're like an hour and ten minutes in. So. Oh. Why don't we um, why don't we shift over and do our things of the week for this week? And as is tradition, whenever we have a thing of the week and whenever we have a guest, and since we have a thing of the week every week and we have a guest most week, we always let the guests go first. So, Pat, why don't you tell us what your uh, your thing of the week is? Yeah, my thing of the week is my face shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's magnificent. By I don't the way, here with me. Um, yeah, that that's my face shield. So I'd like uh, I'd like to to promote that if possible. If you sure. guys can put a link somewhere, uh, because yep. many people ask me uh, where they can get that face shield, and then the horns you can just buy on Amazon. But uh, <laughs> I'm working on my on my own brand. I, I want to release my face shield. Soon. Yeah, yeah. As an awesome. art piece or as a as no, an actual. I, yeah, an actual product. It can oh, it can wow. be it can be both, Vincent. Yeah, well, yeah that's true. Why not? Why that's not? true. Yeah. I can't believe by the way, I can't believe this face shield is only is only sixty three bucks. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. it's pretty sturdy too. That's yeah. that's, that's my best one. That is cool. fantastic. And you're yeah. <laughs> it was it was funny because the um the album art for this episode is you with the face shield flipped up. I have that's the picture I picked of you. Okay, cool. And it's like I was looking for pictures of you wearing it on your Instagram to use for the album art. And I'm like, Jesus, it's like every picture. <laughs> it's like, so, you know, it's proof that you believe in the product. You actually use the product. So, yeah. Um, we will definitely and have I, a link in the show. It. I mean, yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> all my teeth. All the teeth are there. They're sparkling. And it works with the beard, by the way, which yeah. is also important. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you really want to get like recognized in public for being on the show, if you just walk around in that for long enough, someone's gonna, someone's That's gonna true. stop you. That's All true. right, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. I, feel like I was I was um, feeling a little down today and I just needed someone to clap at me. What? <laughs> anyway, what, 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 are you catcalling me or are you just no 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 really no no, like no, no, no. i said i said i said clap i said clap at you like someone just be yeah. like wow it's pat lap if you're having a bad day oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what yeah i don't know what, what did i say whatever whatever i said is fine <laughs> all good so we will we will definitely have that link yeah. in the show notes because 
that is i you know it's funny i would never have thought of like needing face protection and until i started well, watching me, youtube you, videos you, you, with you, people you, with lathe and yeah. with a lathe and I'm lathe, like, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah you definitely need face protection you know you see i i love when you watch somebody put a big chunk of something like usually burl or something big and heavy on there and they don't quite get it in the chuck correctly and they spin it up and all of a sudden it just and i'm like Oh, that's why yeah, you wear yeah, yeah. face protection. Got it. <laughs> but you know what? When we turned the, the nutcracker head or, or the legs, even though we had a face shield, I mean, if we had, it, if that thing had jumped off the lathe, it's huge and heavy. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Forget the face yeah. shield; the, the, the head will pop off. <laughs> <laughs> just be standing there, just a body, just stand there. The head's on the ground. It's like what it's happened? The, it's the truth. The, 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 the dramatic finale to season two. <laughs> that was that, making a that, nutcracker. That, that no one wanted. <laughs> Brooke, your thing uh, of the week, my dear. Yes, my thing of the week is my new Singer Heavy Duty sewing machine, which I actually got as a Christmas gift, but it's officially made it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a props bucket i actually wait uh I, I might have some weird instruments sitting near me too actually you'd be like oh. you'd be like the carrot top of like uh, making fun oh here i have a cowbell <laughs> oh there we go everything needs more cowbell yeah. now i feel left out <laughs> get, get with the now program. I'll, um, I'll I'll just align my chakras with my rodenite <laughs> obelisk. I'm a perfect noisemaker. Everyone, one Hold more on. time. Hold on, noisemaker. I have the Bernie Solo, anyway. um, the Bernie Solo sprocket. Oh, that's cool! Yeah, this thing is awesome. I want one too. It they're is. So, they're um, so cool. This is one they're... of the coolest things I've ever seen. So, and yeah. if you look, I just want to point out because you know, this is like, you know, um, my my daughter my just initials. texted me and asked if if we're all okay. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it on the camera, but my initials are engraved on that. That's because super this cool. Is, this is a round one first batch version with my initials in it. Oh, yes. Oh, with a little back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bernie, Bernie's, Bernie's a cool dude, man. Yeah. Bernie's a cool dude. Um, yeah. You're, you know what I love about your um, sewing machine, Brooke? Yeah. What, what do you love about it? It runs forward. Okay, so you actually, this is how I know you actually watch my content because I had, I had a digital sewing machine for years that was, um, Michael got it for me as a gift when we first started dating, like, because he knew I liked to sew and he got me a really nice digital sewing machine, but it's all plastic parts and stuff and it broke because I sew, whatever, it just broke. And for a long time, it only ran in reverse. <laughs> But it was like a really nice sewing machine, but mm -hmm. I but because it was digital, I had no clue how to fix it. So it was like really nice. So I just was like, I guess I sew in reverse and nothing but. And so I just dealt with it. Are, are you then, impressed that I have that level of attention to what you do? <laughs> I really actually appreciate that you that you noticed that about my sewing machine. Um, but anyway, for this year for Christmas, I got. I picked out a sewing machine that is all metal interior so I can mm -hmm. fix it if it breaks. And it's a digital hybrid. 
and it's heavy duty and I really love it. And I'm using it to make, I'm designing a laser cut kite right now. Um, that can all be like done on a laser cutter as implied. Um, but yeah, I've been spending a lot of time at the, at the sewing machine and I'm just really happy with it. It sews so fast and, yeah. And, and not for nothing, but I mean, if you had told, if you had asked me how much is this, I would oh. not have predicted $300. It's not that bad. Yeah. Really it's quite yeah. affordable for a sewing. I mean, my sewing machine was like $300 when yeah. my mom got it. So. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like your first ever sewing machine, it might be a little scary. It's a little heavy duty, but like you'll be fine. Just don't stick your finger in it. Yeah, and you won't have to replace it, which is nice. You'll have that, you know, at that look at that price, at that yeah. price, just buy this one. I think I think like, that my digital one that went only in reverse was like twice the price. So, yeah, and that's yeah, that's kind of cra- I I I wasn't I hadn't looked at the price until I was just I just pulled it up while you were talking about it. Yeah, three hundred dollars for a high end sewing machine is actually really really nice. So there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, it's the Singer HD sixty seven hundred, which of course I will have the links to in the show notes. My thing of the week, yet again, is a TV show. And (laughs) I feel like because I didn't have my shop, I was watching a lot of TV. Um, You know, now that I got my shop back, my weekends are spent in the shop, so I don't watch as much TV. But still watch a fair share. And as I was flipping through all the various streaming services, because I have officially cut the cord. I'm one of those people. Um, As I was scrolling through all the streaming services, I found a show on Netflix called All of Us Are Dead. Now, I was a big fan of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. for a very long time. I think I got as far as season five. And by the end of season five, I had mentally punched out of that show because I felt like it was one of the worst written shows on TV. And I went from <laughs> loving that show and being obsessed with it to thinking it's just garbage, pure, unadulterated garbage, poorly written, predictable, or just a lot of people talking and not enough zombies. So... By the time I was done with it, I was done, done with it. But I've been watching a lot of interesting shows, particularly Korean shows on Netflix. And this show is actually from South Korea. And holy crap, this shows you what Walking Dead could have been if Walking Dead didn't suck. Like this show <laughs> in one season is an emotional roller coaster. You will cry. You will cheer. You'll be amazed at the level of action, horrified at the level of violence. You'll you'll be so attached to these characters at the end of the 12 episodes that you're going to be begging for season two. It's that good. It's one of the best shows I've watched on Netflix. Um, I highly recommend it. I had heard people talking about it. I finally got around to watching it. It's brilliant. So, so it's like a, a Korean making fun. Right? I was going to say, oh, is yeah. it is it better or it's worse totally. than making fun? So what making is fun. what is your what is your number one favorite Netflix show, Vincent? It's definitely making fun. Everything else is just a cheap imitation. I mean, come on. Number like, two. Number two. <laughs> no, no, number, two number two is Korean zombies. <laughs> There's a couple of number twos on Netflix. I'll tell you that much. Wow. I was watching. Okay, I'll give you a good number two. There was a show. There's a show called Krakow Monsters. It's a Polish show. And it's about, I don't know what the hell it's about. I watched three episodes. I have no clarity on what the show is about. <laughs> it just make, made no three? damn sense. Is it, is cool it all term. in Polish? So it's dubbed, it's dubbed English, okay, which is mind. fine. So was Dark. And I talked about Dark one week on here. Dark was one of the best things I ever watched. That was German. And I watched three seasons of this show in dubbed English. And it was 
mesmerizing, one of the best sci-fi shows I've ever seen. <laughs> Krakow Monsters is not one of those shows. <laughs> it's awful. Don't watch that. Yeah. Watch Dark. Definitely watch All of Us Are Dead. All of Us Are Dead blew my mind with how good it was. And the rumor is that there will be a season two oh, and it'll be out toward the middle of the end of 2023 if, you know, if there is officially a season two. So I'm really hoping there is, but that's what I have to recommend this week. Awesome. You know what else I like to talk about as I try what? to pull it up real smoothly without making a big deal out of it? What do you like, also like to talk about, Vincent? I like to talk about the people that support this show financially. Yeah. And those people cause... include Leanne and Nick from Hemlock and Hyde, Dave from Atomic Airship Works, Emily Joyce, Ed from Ed's Clocks and More, Rory from Arlo Woodworks and DIY, Chris from Full Steam Designs, Jeff Stein, a.k.a. A Weird Guy, Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduke, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft, Dean Duplantis, Jacob Angiano from Maker Cuisine. Yes, I pronounced it correctly this week. Robert J. <laughs> Keller, Scott from Dad at Yourself DIY, the one and only Grant, Grant Alexander. Damn it, I got his name wrong again. He's going to kill me. Um, I'll tell him. But yeah. I gave him credit, but I gave him credit, and I, I talked about the Pat Show, so you got an extra mention, Grant. Leave me alone. <laughs> Tony Langer from Langer Works, Jacob from Other Dog Designs, Jake from Make with Jake. Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, who I will be seeing on Saturday, and I'm very excited. I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. Um, Justin Ofler of Bear Maked, Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks, Adam Mackey, Maker Mackey and the Clamp Podcast, Kim and Garrett, whose shirt I'm wearing, as you can see. Very um, nice. Andrew Richard from Andrew Richard Makes, Kellen Hazlip of Kellen Makes, David from Southern Style DIY, Jeff the Weekend DIYer, Sean Walworth of the Proper Tools Podcast, Chris Raley from Route 9 Signs, Henry Davis from HT1 Metalworks, and of course, Austin Saunders, the high caliber craftsman. If you'd like to support the show, you could do so at buymeacoffee.com slash because we make, which that link will be in the show notes. If you can't support the show financially, a review, sharing the show, or putting it out there to other people who might be interested in is just as good. And just for being here and listening, we do appreciate that. You don't have to support the show financially. We love it if you do. And we understand if you can't just being there means the world to us. You know what else means the world to us? The fact that we get quality TV stars, international celebrities (laughs) on this podcast, the international celebrity and superstar and scene stealer of making fun, Pat Lapp. Pat, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, my friend. It's been a joy. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad to have gotten to know you over the last couple of weeks. It's just been awesome. You're a great dude and you make some really great stuff. And I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you, guys. That was really fun. Yeah. Awesome. We hope, we hope so. I mean, Pat even got us to use video this week, which, by the way, I'm starting to think like we may have to do this every week because I really am enjoying seeing I, you guys. Yeah, I I, I just am going to – luckily, I don't look insane this week, but I wear like onesies <laughs> sometimes when we record. That's okay. Which I mean, maybe... at some point, at some point, as we've said to um, to people who know better – they may be able to watch this as we record it going forward if you're one of those nice financially supporting people. So we might have to just get used to it, Brooke. (laughs) We might have to just get used to it. I usually dress like a slob the minute I get home, so it's fine. Like, look at the neck on this shirt. This is how stretched out it is. It's all the way down here. It's not a plunging V-line on here, you know, me being the fashion expert that I am. But um, Of course, of course. I I appreciate the the fact that you you made that, guys, because that's – I don't know – 
I feel like we connect better that way. It's, yeah, it's I, nice, it's you know nice to see the guests. Yeah. It is. It is. And it's actually easier. Like if you're trying to get someone's attention, you know, you could just keep pointing until somebody goes, Hey, <laughs> exactly. Just like that. <laughs> so Pat, thanks for joining us. Um, we look forward to hopefully, I think everyone that listens to this show is really hoping for a season two of making fun, but either way, go follow Pat on all his socials and YouTube, Instagram. We will have all those links in the show notes as we do every week. And that's going to do it for this week. We don't know who the guest is going to be next week. We have a couple of people lined up. We're just kind of finalizing some things, but we got good stuff coming this month. Plus a very big guest. We're just trying to, we're just nailing down the date and we're very, very excited to have them. Ha <laughs> There's your you know, clue. You, know what? Um, you should have, you should have all the cast from making fun. We, well, so okay. we're make try- sure that I'm telling the right Things. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll cross reference it and just see who's yeah, lying. Yeah. But we should try to catch them all, get everyone on. I um, well, well, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, we know one member of the cast is coming is on, coming. yeah, after April. Um, and another member of the cast, I'm pretty sure if I asked, um, they would come on. And they're the only two people. I mean, anyone listens to the show knows who the two people are, but everybody else has actually been on this show. We've had everyone which is fantastic because <laughs> we're, we're the place to go we're the place to go to promote stuff if you have something to promote by all means let us know and we'll give you a, we'll give you a platform to do it as long as you're actually making stuff um that's gonna do it all for right. this week thank you for listening everybody and we will see you again next week bye everyone bye.